yo, man. Welcome back to another episode of Moguls in the Making, man. I'm your host, Omari Heflin. And I'm your host, Tyrone Johnson. Welcome back to the podcast. And I thought you were going to say something crazy this week. No, nah, I'm yeah. chilling out this week, man. I'm, 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 all, I'm all about business this week. Well, look, man. We got, I'm we got your a gracious, nah. most elaborate, most. He's trying to steal my stuff. You know? I'm, 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 I got second in the running behind that Michael B. Jordan, sexiest man alive trophy. <laughs> big cap, big cap. Uh, you know, but not. Nah. Anyway, man, this is episode, <laughs> what is this, episode 11? I think, yep, episode, episode 11, man. 11, man. We got a super, super special guest, man, that. Definitely, I think I'm going to learn a lot, man, especially as y'all know, we in the real estate space. That is our, you know, bread and butter. That's our baby. So we're going to get to kind of dive into that a lot today. But T, man, what what, what, what you, you know, what you thinking about as far as the the business spotlight and stuff like that over this last week? What's going on? Man, um, just to kind of catch y'all up about what we got going on, we listen to a bunch of properties right now. We liquidating um, so that we can make some bigger moves, to be honest, and get rid of some problems. So I know that's something that, it don't feel good because, you know, some of these properties we like, man, we, we got them. We remember when we first got the deal and we kind of a little bit attached to them a little bit. But um, right now, you know, we like, hey, we got to liquidate out of these, especially the ones that's like, I mean, they only causing problems. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we want to make sure we stay cash flow positive. Um, so right now, that's a big thing is like not just the listing of them. Right. Like that's what people think. Like, oh, once you list them now, the realtor takes it from there and then you just sit back. And that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. we had to actually like kind of split out roles right now. Like I, I'm damn near taking care of most of that right now with the construction of all of that stuff where anything that come back on an inspection, hey, we got to get out. We got to do this or we don't got to do this or we got to decide if we want to credit them at closing. Um, it's a lot that come with them when you list in like what I think we got like eight properties listed right now or something like that. So like yeah. it's definitely a lot of stuff that that comes with that um, in between. Uh, that you don't think about when you when you listen to property um you know when you list in one two three flips at a time um you know it's not and and those are brand new flips that you fixed up you know instead of rental properties it's not a lot that should be coming back on inspection i mean there's going to be stuff to come back but um it shouldn't be as much you know that's coming back on like rental properties you know and stuff like that so that's kind of where we are right now as far as that goes and i mean on the acquisition side i know oh you back over there and yeah. Really going through that and getting that script down packed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ryan, we're going to talk about that too, man. Kind of just dive into it a little bit. But also with um, the acquisitions, man, um, another way, man, for y'all to, you know, continuously always make sure that y'all have money coming in because whether it's, you know, you invest a lot into your business and your houses, whatever you got going on, maybe it's a, a month that's just a bad month for you. Now, I know, Ronnie, we're going to hop in this too, but another thing that you can do or just always make sure that you got in the back of your mind is, being able to service your investors, you know, the people who's actually, you know, uh, buying deals and stuff like that from you. Because sometimes they like, man, if you can find me this, I'm buying. I'm ready to go. You know, <laughs> so sometimes that's not deal that will come from your marketing, your exactly. list. Sometimes it's partnering up with somebody else who got that deal. Mm -hmm. They can make money and you can make money, too. So we got a couple people that's, you know, more out of state that's looking for specific things that, you know, uh, we on the grind to be able to find it. Make sure that they get into solid, you know, investments and stuff like that too. So yeah, because yeah. it's all about the relationships when it comes to that shit. Like a lot of people don't understand that. Like 
this this guy want to buy from us because he trusts us. Like it's not he don't know anybody else in the Indianapolis market. You know what I'm saying? Like he's done deals with us. He's 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 um, invested funds with us here. Private but he also money. exact private money. Um, and so like it's really about building that relationship with him because he's starting to open up to more of like what he's really after. You know what I'm saying? Like one one of the investors that I'm talking about is like, oh, so he wants this to go further than just these couple deals. But he's really kind of looking at okay, let me see if they can really find these deals for me that they say they can find, which is like, okay, now it's time for us to prove ourselves a little bit, but it's about getting him good deals that's going to cash flow and it's going to do what exactly what he's looking for it to do. Cause after that, you know, the sky's the limit. So it's all about building those relationships with people too. Um, so, so in the future, you know, they, they can trust you when you got bigger stuff that, Hey, they may be able to invest in. You might be able to partner on them with or whatever it may be. But, um, without further ado, man, without further ado, man. go ahead. Oh, cause I, I, I'm gonna let you introduce Man, my one. guy, Ronnie Reese. He really don't need an introduction. What up, man? What up? Man, he's part of the biggest wholesaling company here. You guys are in other markets. You got hundreds of deals. You are face of Indianapolis, really, when it comes to wholesaling real estate. Hear them out now. Really. You know what I'm saying? So, man, make sure that y'all grab a pen, paper, if you're really interested in wholesaling and just real estate specific. We're going to kind of go a lot of different ways today. Um, kind of a know. crazy story, too, about how, like, me and Omari and him connect through the company that he's with. Yep. Um, it's it's kind of crazy, man. It all kind of starts out the same. Yeah, yeah, man. So, man, they've been with it from the from, from the, the start. Beginning. From yeah. the From the from beginning. From the beginning. Man. I was Literally. talking with Brett about that this morning. Right. Where, okay. Yeah, so, like, um, what's up, y'all? Um, I'm happy to be here, happy to have, uh, you know, just to get my little two pen, my, my little two pennies, you know what I'm saying, worth, <laughs> of, worth of something, and hopefully I can catch one of y'all and inspire y'all to get out here and do this real estate thing because it changed my life five years ago. And I know if you listen to what's happening here, it can change yours too. So mm. that's why I'm here. That's why absolutely, I'm here. absolutely. Well, man. Well, well, Ronnie, real quick, man. I want you to even because I know you you gave that introduction, but like, who are you? Tell the people who you are, like what you do. Obviously, I gave you kind of introduction, but how do you introduce yourself? You know, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody <laughs> about this real estate thing. Um, now, who I am? Um, I am a. Um, I'm just a regular dude, y'all. Like I'm, I'm so serious. I'm just a regular person. Um, I got into the wholesale game trying to figure out. Okay, wait. I'm on food stamps. I got two kids. I'm moving to Indianapolis. I'm working in a regular nine to five. I'm making thirty six thousand dollars a year at the time. That was the most I'd ever made. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but wait, something got to break. Nothing else. I'm going to stay on this hamster wheel mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. And I found myself getting frustrated with the context of my life. And I was like, I don't know what else to do. And so I called, um, I was talking to my mom and I was talking to my friend um, and he was like, yo, like try, try wholesale real estate, get into a room with people that are doing it, download the meetup app and go do that. And so that's what I did. I went one night to a meetup and I was like, wait, you can do what? Who was that person <laughs> that gave you that, that um, information? And was it here? Was it in that? It, so um, my, his name is David Roberts. Shout out David Roberts. Shout, Shout out David Shout Roberts. Out. Um, he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, okay. Because and, and, he, he, I went, to, I'm a church dude, by the way. Right. So I can never figure out what does he do? Like he always got a nice suit. He got a bunch <laughs> of kids and he don't seem that stressed outwardly. Like what do you do? Exactly. And I didn't know for 25 years what he did. <laughs> oh, wow. And so it went until I asked him like, what do you do? He was like, wholesale real estate. And so do that. 
Mm. And so then that's when I got to the meetup. I got into the same room that you guys were just now figuring out who Brett was. I got to that room. I got to that meetup and I did the thing you're not supposed to do. Go up to the person that's talking and say, oh, my God, help me change my life. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I was that one that was like just super hungry. And, you know, what I'm saying. And so, um, you know, fast forward, you know, like a week later, Brett was like, hey, I need some help. And he sent out an email and he was like, yo, can, hey, you know, you want to make some calls for me? And so I talked to my wife and, you know, she was like, you know what? We already know this hamster wheel is. We already know like what's going on. Like, let's just try it. Like, let's, right. let's, let's just, let's just see what happens. And so um, it was with that that I was like, you know what? We're going to try it. And then in trying it, um, that turned into a lot. I went from, you know, like the section eight government uh, assisted housing, you know, yeah. and again, no shade today. If you need that, that's the contents of your life. Hey, I was on that, that too. That's Food okay. Exactly. That's okay. Tanner, do it all. You know what, what? I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Milk. You got to I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but but you, you, you really supposed to be using it as, you know what I'm saying? Something to push a you out of stone. that. A yeah. stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that when you get on it, you should be like, all right, now I can sit back and just let them take care of me. Right. It's and like, I, like yeah. that's, that's how you get in the, a generational situation where now Correct. everybody in your family is that's what they do yeah you know what i'm saying like instead of trying to push forward and build generational wealth yeah you know what i'm saying and that's what i was at i was like i said i want to i want to break through i want i want to just try it you know what i'm saying and so then being able to do that you know fast forward five years later i've been able to you know be peter McAllister. and y'all like who's peter McAllister? <laughs> that's uh, uh macaulay coke's dad on home alone <laughs> right and like what does he do for a living i got a chance to take my entire family to disney world Dang. um you know <laughs> i was able to build a house from the ground up Ooh. you know um and i was able to put a little space between me and zero i'll say that and get a couple of rental properties as well you know what I'm saying? that's a hundred but all of that is through the vehicle of wholesale real estate so who i am i'm just somebody Body who is willing to help and tell you exactly what to do so that you can also have similar victories in your life. Mm. That's, well, that's kind of what I want to dig that's into a little bit just to start out. Like, to be honest, is like you're not from here, you're not from Indianapolis. Um, where are you from again? Everywhere, you know, pick a state, you know, <laughs> where you was born at. Where, how long did you live there? Where'd you go to middle school, high school? Elementary all that, school. Yeah, all of that is different. So born in Pennsylvania, lived in Florida, all of my roots in Huntsville, Alabama, lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, went to a boarding school in Pennsylvania, Sheesh. Scotland School for Veterans Children. You know, I'm always shout y'all out. Uh, um, and then went to Philadelphia to Arcadia University. Uh, since we're talking real, right? Um, met this lady, got married, moved to Muncie, Indiana from Charlotte, mm. North Carolina, uh, messed around, got divorced, got remarried, um, had more kids. And now, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, now let's be here. So right. I'm, I'm remarried, happy, six kids, doing real estate, trying to make this thing work. That's <laughs> what's up. Well, did, I mean, well, tell me how That's that shaped you, though. Like, all of that moving around. Like, for one, why? why? Why were you moving around, you know, so much? And then for two, like, how did that shape you how did that kind of change you know what i'm saying your mindset around life so moving around um one of the things I've, i think about moving around helped me a lot when it comes to being able to adapt to different situations mm. people and what their context of their life is and being able to be neutral no matter what is happening right my dad was great with people i got a chance to watch him fuss at us and then as soon as that door opened he turned it on to somebody else, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, Wait, who, what, where did this nice man come from? He's fussing at me, fussing at us about stuff we were doing. But being, but he was great with people. Um, he was, you know, in the church and he was, you know, making choirs and different things like that. So I got a chance to watch him be 
like a great salesman, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A great teacher and different things like that. And so, um, but us moving around allowed me to see different contexts, different what's going on in Florida, what how people react and interact in Alabama. I also got to see different people in different classes and mm-hmm. what they look like and mm-hmm. what they expectation and just all different things. So was church a part of that too? Because I know I know how big you are in, in into the yeah into your religion and and you ain't you're not the type of person that's like I feel like some people kind of like they don't they kind of hide it yeah and I'm like why though yeah you know what I'm saying like I feel like he really put that puts it out there let you know and I'm taking the fam to church you know what I'm saying this is what we do this is my religion this is what we how we get down you know what I'm saying like is that a part of your roots and and like changing city to city just being able to go to different church and you know stuff like that hands down all of those things have definitely helped you know for sure able to um to, to to do that because like I said, seeing my dad in church, my whole family is full of bishops and, and deacons and, <laughs> and prophetesses and, and everything else, like evangelists and everything like that. And so I mean yeah. I I know that and that church culture has helped me because it also helped me um gain empathy for other people in that situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, whether I'm praying for people on the altar or whatever it's like that, I mean I'm still been able to identify pain identify what's going on and still be able to provide them a solution, a word of encouragement, prayer, yeah. something like that. You know what I'm saying? And so Absolutely. Like, you know, and I was able to take those same type of um, mm, skill sets and add it to this. And, and then added to this because, you know, and, and when I mean added to this, added it to the acquisition side and working and dealing with people. Right. My background, you know, professionally, when I was in Muncie and things like that, I was a social worker. So I, okay. was doing, you know, so I was working with, you know, you was already working with people that got a lot of stuff. I was on. already working with people. So whether that was through <laughs> church or whether that was, you know, so, so I, and then even when I was working at, um, at the insurance agency, what was I doing? I was taking calls of people that was just in the inner, uh, in, in a car accident or people that were having issues with Hurricane Harvey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've always used to dealing with people, people and their problems and different things like that. So I was able to take those same skills and say, hey, how can I help? And it, I didn't have to lie being myself. So let me ask you this, because I know you're a junior, right? I am. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a junior, right? So, so Ronnie, was it kind of like, are you kind of like who your dad was when you was growing up? Or are y'all personalities like completely different? I would say. You know that, what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and my dad, we actually have a lot of similar, um, a lot of similarities. And there are times when I call him, like call a couple of my aunts. And they'd be like, hold on, wait a minute, because my dad is passed. And so they were like, hold on, wait a minute, I need a minute because you sound Dang, so much. Right. And they like, I see so much of your dad in you. And so like yeah. my wife, she didn't get an opportunity to kind of see my dad. Um, but every time I get around my cousins and stuff, let me just like your daddy. Dang. <laughs> so, so, um, shout out to Big Ronnie James Reese. Yeah, big shout Ronnie. out Big Ronnie. Man. Shout out Big Ronnie. Rest in heaven. Most definitely. Sure. That's dope. Okay, cool, cool. What well. You know, Ronnie, kind of segue into just kind of where you guys are at, like right now. We're going to kind of just, yeah, you know, bounce all over, it. sway into it, man. But as far as like the deals that you guys do, just, and this is just for context for the people that are listening, correct? Things like that who may not already be in real estate, mm-hmm. right? Doing whatever other businesses, what give them the stuff that they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? How many deals do you guys do on a monthly basis, yearly basis? How much revenue was that? Um, Things like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? How many markets are you guys in? Yeah. So um, before we get on that, let's say pivot, right? That's the key <laughs> word today. Pivot. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, in my first four and a half years in this, I mean, we were doing a lot of deals. And like, we were, you know, trying to do a neighborhood of, I'll say, north of 250 deals a year. Okay. But that is all wholesale. That is all cash buying, taking them down, 
putting it in, then relisting them. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of volume, a lot of transactions. So you guys volume. doing 20 to 30 deals a, a month. month. <laughs> I went back and looked through an email and one of the emails was like, hey, the goal is 30 deals a month. Mm. And you have to think, well, it's a big operation. It's a Absolutely. lot of marketing. It's a lot of networking. It's a lot going on. You know, when it comes to like volume sales, you know, we're talking, you know, north of four or five million dollars. Right. You know, a year as far as like just sales. I mean, and, and we got to a point we were right. We were actually going over 10, you know, in sales. Ten, ten, 10 million a Me, year. Let me hold something running, huh? <laughs> 10 That's a, a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? As far as just like, you know, as far as just like sales and things like that. But, um, you know, you guys have kind of alluded to it at the beginning, Tyrone. You mentioned like, hey, when you got inventory, you kind of got to pivot. You're trying to get rid of some bad things and things mm -hmm. like that. You know, um, round about what, June 12th of last year, that's kind of what you know a lot of people are saying. Things got really weird. It did. And so then we started looking at, hey, what are we doing? How much are we doing? Do we still need to keep this train going? Do we need to ratchet up, ratchet down? Do we need to pivot? Do we need to flip by whole and do? And so now we have done a complete 180. Okay. Um, you know, as far as what we are trying to do, because okay. there are some things that, hey, in the rush of everything and, every, and buyers going crazy, we bought some stuff like, oh, wait, shouldn't probably should have bought that. <laughs> you know, took some risk, eh, probably shouldn't took that risk. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so now we're having to get creative with some of the things that we have to offload. And this quarter, you know, um, you know, we're calling it clear them up. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we're just trying to clear out, you know, some of the things that we shouldn't have bought, looking at some of the deals mm -hmm. that we did, like, eh, so that's where we're at now. You know, Ronnie, can we get a can we get a list of that stuff? A list of that stuff. Yeah, yeah you can let's work let's work together because we might have some we might yeah. have some buyers who's For interested sure. that you know interested in you know some duplexes, triplexes, yeah. even Flips. you know single family stuff and just you know whatever y'all got to kind of build that. Luckily for me, y'all gonna see this late, and I'm already had a list. But no, no, no. But but in all seriousness, though, man, that's what it's about, too, though. Like, this is a regular conversation. Yeah. And people that y'all know, even the people who own the market still got stuff that is, right. you know, a thorn in their side that they may not want to deal with or, you know, that they may not just have a buyer for. Right. It might right. just be a specific you might want to buy it. Right. You know, it might be something that me and T like, man, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We got a guy who stay right here in exactly. this area, been looking right. for it. Not a typical buyer, but it works and it fits the mold. So And that's that's one of the that's one of the um, you know, most clutch things about this um this business is and learning this, right, is being able to work with other people, that collaboration over competition type for of sure. mindset because that's how we got into the business. So kind of like to to clear up what we were talking about earlier, right? Uh, and why, you know, this story kind of starts all the same, right? Mm -hmm. Is my first deal that I that I did in this business is I heard Brett Snodgrass, which is the owner of Simple Wholesaling. Mm -hmm. I heard him on a podcast as I was learning wholesale real estate. And I reached out to him because once I told my mama, hey, can you drive around and look for properties for me? We found one, right? I, he... He hit me back. We start talking a little bit about basketball. He's talking about God. I'm like, all right, I trust this man. <laughs> so then, next thing you know, we do a deal. We make like 13.5 or something like that on it. We split the profits. And he's like basically teaching me as I'm getting paid and finding properties. Right. You know what I'm saying? And taking stuff down. Then eventually, I was able to start doing stuff myself. Yep. But then what happens? We trickle back around. We start doing deals again. You know, right after that, it's like some deals that I can't sell. Hey, you might have buyers that might be able to sell them. So, I really, seriously, y'all gotta stop trying to do everything yourself. Like, right. definitely 
collab with other folks in your market. It's going to help you out in the long run. It's going to be bigger plays that y'all going to be able to make together. Y'all going to already have that trust built, stuff like that. But definitely don't look at it as uh, too, too much as competition. Look at it as, you know, collaboration over competition for sure. Because we didn't did a lot with this company um, and, and, and still are today. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, and it's even just kind of full circle how some stuff happens. It's like, you know, that, you know, they're, uh, CEO, it was like our business coach. Exactly. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, I did my first deal with them as well, too, randomly. Like, I didn't even know Brad or the owner. I seen y'all like on the email list from Sire. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my my brother want to buy this deal. Can I get it for like a couple thousand lower? Y'all mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm like, looking back, I should have been like, man, <laughs> can you give it to me for like a, a lot about less? 10 less? <laughs> 15 less. What can you do? You might not have got the deal, though. Then you, I, you, I might not have. You'd be like, man, this don't work. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's crazy how, like it, how it worked out. Yeah, you know but saying? nah, man, they, they definitely have been a blessing to us, to our business. They like a, I mean, y'all not like a sister company to yeah. it, but y'all, they, they are a bigger, you know what I'm saying, company who we go to for support. I remember, Ronnie, we was on a phone call last year around that time, June, something. We like, Ronnie, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, we, we got a post, but we've been buying so much stuff. Yeah. Ronnie got a post. He know what's going on. Exactly. Who's buying well, where are they buying? Who did this? You probably ride up and down the street <laughs> on any side of town. Like, yep, we sold that. We sold that. Exactly. Like, oh, they flipping that one. They just got done. Somebody just moved in now. You know what I'm saying? You probably can do that all day long. So Yeah, that is kind of weird. Like, I'm driving a couple neighborhoods. I'm like, oh, wait. I, actually, I went to a neighborhood today, and I was like, I I done bought two on the street and just completely mm-hmm. forgot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Done a lot of deals, man. But I mean, I, we say that humbly, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. as active as you can be and as many deals as you do, I mean, you know, like you could also be like one deal away from like messing everything up. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because like one time we took a we took a big chance on like a million dollar property. Like who wholesales a billion dollar property? Mm. <laughs> and that what was it at? Guys, tell us about that. No, break that break was, the story uh, down. That was, that was It was in Carmel. Okay. It, it was in Carmel, and we kept looking. We was like, we think it makes sense. The numbers make sense. You know, right. The motivation makes sense. The connection with the seller makes sense. Uh, but, I mean. Finding that buyer. The buyer. Finding that buyer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In that type of market, we was like, are we crazy? And <laughs> we figured out after a while, like, wait, we probably shouldn't have did this deal. But the way that we were able to get out of it, we did like a house swap with someone else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the house swap worked out. Yeah, Hold on, Ronnie. You got to break that down real quick. You just went over there. That's, that's yeah. Super and just creative. to be and just to be I, clear about just just so it, like the the viewers know and like the people that's interested in getting in real estate because like they don't do assignments really. No. So like basically an assignment is hey you're assigning this paperwork that you got under contract with the seller to a buyer right here right. right? You don't close on this property. Y'all close on the same day. You get your money on, on closing day. The way that they do it is. They actually take the property down. So they actually take this contract that they getting with this seller. They buy it. They close on it. And then they list it and put it out to their buyer's list. Right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of as soon as they getting it under contract, they shooting it out to their buyer's list. And they got a certain amount of time. They got to find a buyer super duper quick before the closing date <laughs> pops up. You know what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind. So that means that they took down this million dollar property they bought it (laughs) they didn't just put it under contract so that's why i'm like what damn like word you know what i'm saying because it's different when that money goes and gets you know what i'm saying you put it on the on the floor and it's hey it's it's up now right 
It's you know like, what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's all the way up. But yeah, no, I mean the way that worked, we had to, you know, we had for that type of problem, we had to get a line of credit for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the holding cost on just something that expensive. Like mm-hmm. you know what hard money loan you know, yeah. look like. But when you're in the million dollar range, it was costing it was us different. Like a couple thousand a day. Yeah. <laughs> just holding yeah. that bad boy. But you know, um, but the way it worked out is that we went and looked at another property. Um, the seller called in from a different different marketing, and we were looking at the property and was like, "Well, like, what are you doing?" It's like, "Well, we actually we're looking to we, we're looking for a property. We want to sell this one to get to another property." We was like, "Well, what about this one?" And they went and they took a look at it. They walked it and they was like, "Well, we do kind of like it. Who well, do you guys want to buy it?" And right. Like, well, we do want to buy it. So then we talked with the seller. Um, and then figured out, you know, what price would work for them. So they used their house, you know, the set, the purchase of their house is a down payment. And so we kind of just did a switch, uh, mm-hmm. with that, you know what I'm saying? So they, so we got their house. And so then now after they got the new house, they got it fixed up. Now we got their house and we were able to sell that house. A lot easier. Did you, right. did you get that one at a, at a crazy discount though? They house that y'all swapped that way? No, not, not a good discount, but okay. what bailed us out was the market. Wow. Yeah, because <laughs> hey, hey, just so y'all know, over these last couple of years, boy, that market would have bailed you out of Ooh. everything. You could have really messed up. You could have really messed up. But, and but and the, the market, market. bail you and it bail you out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you definitely got to get more tight, more conservative. Um, you know these these upcoming years here, because I don't see I don't see interest rates going back down to two three percent for a long no. long time. It's going to be something that has to happen, like a COVID or some weird you know what i'm saying that happens that'll take those interest rates back down so most yeah. definitely be more conservative understand what you're getting yourself into because that market just might not save you right now yeah i'm telling you i would say that too for people that are starting out like um work a niche work a niche that, that was the one thing that we got away from and we looked we was like you know we were trying to just do too much riches <laughs> are in the niches. yeah yeah riches are like, like the riches are in the niches you know what i'm saying i mean so like right now like we're going back and we're, we're tracing our history and in okay. in our history, we're finding out that where we get the most success, it ain't necessarily the cookie cutters. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's right. out to the edge funds. But it's the stuff that's under $100,000, stuff that, you know, is rental grade, like those type of rental properties and stuff. You can do that stuff all day. Right. You know, we make $30,000, $40,000. Like I'm looking, like we make about to make a nice spread on a $70,000 property. What do you feel gets gets companies away? Like not even just y'all, but like. Cause we do the same thing. Yeah. Like we we was killing it in wholesaling. We was doing what we were supposed to do. And we're like, ah, we just gonna cut that completely off and just do and and just do start to buy just a hundred rentals now. Yeah. That was our goal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To get a hundred. So it was just like, damn. Now we like thirty in one year. And we're like, man, why did we cut that off? Because that was bringing in our everyday money. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was so solid. Uh, what, what do you feel, bro? That that really gets people gets companies doing that like where they like all right let's let's jump into this and let's let's not keep doing the shit that's got us here what what really get what 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 you feel like really got y'all there too i think it's two things one familiarity and boredom (laughs) (laughs) that's a very true you know like for real you know i kind of and then also too kind of kind of you know testing your boundaries with shiny object syndrome yeah maybe you are in a networking group and you're seeing oh I seen Odom doing this, or mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying Jerry, I'm doing this. We know he's doing it, man. You heard what they do? Cause, cause, cause you're bored. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. like, you forget, like, hey, man, that boredom, 
they're boring. Got me some stats. Boring. On everything. <laughs> because you were able to put a system around it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, after you put a system around it, you kind of just, you know, move on. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and that can happen. But, you know, I think you really yeah. have to respect what got you there. Um, and respect this with, uh, and, and put a system around that and you'll be able to work out. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's what happens. People get bored. They get familiar. They want a new challenge. They want to do something else. And there's nothing wrong with pushing yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to do that. But like, just make sure that when you're doing that and you get ready to go into something else, like make sure your systems are in place and you have people that are there that are still inspired to still run that thing. Right. And do it. Not 100% how you do it, but 80%. You know what I'm saying? If they can do 80%, then you can still kind of come in and go out. Exactly. Kind of check stuff up. So that's what I would say is people just get bored. For sure. Oh, Ronnie, tell me about like a day to day. Like, what does it look like when you, when you, when you, you know, come in? What, what are you doing now? Cause I know you obviously reach out with wholesalers. Yeah. Um, and, and help them out, kind of coach them through kind of what Tyrone was talking about, what Brett yep. did with him and help them. And they able to kind of give you deals because maybe they don't have, I know they don't have the network that y'all have. <laughs> exactly. Maybe right. they don't. Right. <laughs> so being able to work that and making it easy and, and, um, and just kind of work with them. But I also know that it's been times where you are on the phone and stuff like that too. But I love it. What, what is it? What is it today? Kind of what's your process now? What, what does a day to day look like for you? you Let's talk I mean? about today. Okay. Because today, you know, but to, to, today was, um, I was talking with Brett today. He was like, you did all this before 9.15? I said, before 9.15. happened. <laughs> so, um, you know, a normal typical day for me um, is, and again, I'm doing this full time, guys. So I'm waking up in the morning. Um, the first thing I'm doing is I'm checking my CRM to see, did something come in that I missed? Right. Um, and then I'm also checking um, my email. Um, because there are different wholesalers and stuff that have their automatic uh, email chain come out at like six six thirty. You know what I'm saying? So I'm checking to see, hey, is there anything in here that I need to shake or check up on? Right. Uh, but then from that, um, I am talking with uh, my lead managers to see, hey, uh, what do you got? What are your plans for today? What are you guys looking into? Is there anyone on your contact list? Because that's the other thing is that I'm setting out my agenda. What are the three or four people that I need to talk to? today right uh, because one of the things that happens with wholesaling is like you know you'll make your offer and stuff and then you'll kind of just go on but when i'm calling sellers back i'm like hey i'm calling to close the loop what four people can i talk to today that i could close a loop on mm-hmm. i don't necessarily have a yet i want to yes tell me no so i can know where else to spend my time you know what i'm saying so mm. after i've identified those four people then i'm looking at my schedule to make sure there aren't any other walkthroughs that have been set up for me um, and then checking for any meetings. But the, in the middle of that, I'm calling and I'm talking to sellers because I love that. Right. Like I love my wholesalers. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> there is nothing like because of my background, like we can talk about, I'm, I'm a social worker. I like being in church. Dude. I love solving problems. That's what I like. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm addicted to being able to help people do that, to get those solutions and stuff. So I'm looking for four people that I can help solve, help solve a problem for. So I'm talking, I'm calling. I'm texting. Um, and in between of that, you know, um, my Twitter name is Peloton Run. I like getting on the Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're making those calls and stuff like that, it can get exhausting. You know but you know what I'm saying? But like uh, and it, and you can wear down on you, but I take I'll take a minute, you know, twenty minutes, whatever it is, jump on the Peloton, let Alex cuss me out real good. You know what I'm saying? To some trap music while I'm on the bike. You talking about Alex, the guy that be doing the training right yeah, there? Alex, you're like, get yours about the third. <laughs> yeah. I've been on one of them. Because you got to uh, You know what I'm saying? Because like being in real estate, like you got to have, you got to have, um, and you mentioned this on Facebook, 
uh, you know, like your health is really important. You know what I'm saying? And so Man. like being in this real estate game, ooh, let me, I, I, this wasn't even playing. But being in this real estate game, as good as things were going, I started noticing like my weight started going up. Mm -hmm. um, I started getting these random headaches and stuff like that because, oh wait, I can afford the steak. I can afford this. Mm -hmm. I can do that so I can indulge. And so in that overindulgence, you know what I'm saying? I went and I was like, man, I'm having two headaches. I checked my blood pressure. I was like about to have a stroke. Bruh. Like literally what? like I was looking the lady at CVS was like, I don't know if I need to send you to the ER or right. not. You know, and this was the last October. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, but you know, but since then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, as I'm going throughout my day, taking that time to be able to find ways to cope and get outlets and things like mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do that. Yeah. So, you know, make your calls, do your thing, get your bread. But after you get your bread and you have your steak, take care of your health. Man, let me shout physically out. Physically and mentally. <clears throat> let me Dang, shout out. my. Real. I'm glad you say he said that because let me shout him out on this because this is one thing that he said last week or maybe even this week um, about health and wealth, right? Because like, I'm the same way. Like I, I protect my my gym time and all of that type of stuff. But I'll get to where we, hey, we we up, we doing stuff. I'm like, dang, we didn't went out three, four times this week and like had drinks and cigars and met with people and stuff like that. And my health is just, I mean, it's taking a toll. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you what Omari said last week was, I'm stealing this from him. I'm gonna start saying this and just not saying that he said it too. But <laughs> somebody did me like that on Facebook that last week. Though, but I ain't gonna say that. But no, look. No but seriously, name. he said when you're making your schedule, you you got to treat that as your work schedule too. So right. like, so like when you get up and do your your workout or whatever you got to do or your your praying in the morning or put that in your schedule. Right. Like people don't actually put that that stuff in their schedule, like an actual a part of your day as your work day. Right. So if you you like ah oh, that that ain't really that important because I got I got this coming up at nine. If I get started early at seven thirty, then I ain't, no still get your workout in. That's a Please. part of your work day. Yes. Still get your prayer in. That's a part of your day. Yes. Whatever you're gonna be doing in that day that you need to do, you know what I'm saying? Whether that's sit down, read a book for an hour, whether that's do a you know taking your mind off of the day to day. It actually helps you, bro. Like yeah. it, it helps you attain it if you put it in your schedule to do it. Yep. Yeah, and I can say, man, I've been on that, and man, I feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I, I look. I'm, I'm gonna go to this real quick because I had posted this last night. Um, I had posted this last night, and it said, uh, "This what it say." It says, "Everything feels way better when you're doing hard shit all day, every day." Mm -hmm. kicking back with a girl this is just a post y'all so hey mm -hmm. kicking back with a girl and relaxing at night feels euphoric when you've pushed your mind and body to the limit of that day earn your dopamine mm -hmm. do hard shit otherwise you'll become numb to fun shit mm -hmm. i was True like story. damn that's the whole yeah. that sum up everything you know what i'm saying what he just said so absolutely like looking at that schedule i was like yo why am i just i know i'm gonna do business yeah that's like like, I know I'm going to do that. I, I'm already ambitious. I don't have to, like, focus on that so much or, like, protect that so much. Like, like this is my business. I know I got to knock that out. I'm going to do that anyway. I'm going to feel weird. Like, it feel weird to me if I'm like, hey, T, I'm going to take the day off. And right. it's not, like, right. something wrong or, like, you know, <clears throat> something for that. That has happened, what, maybe a handful of times? Exactly. Five years, you know yep. what I'm saying? So just trusting and knowing myself, like, I'm going to do that. But what about the rest of your life, though? Yeah. What about your family? What about your kids? What about your, in my case, my nieces? What about right. 
you know what I'm saying? The other miscellaneous stuff that you never get to mm-hmm. calling AT&T and having them fix your bill because they exactly. shot it for no reason. Psh, right. so you know what I'm saying? Now. Like, like all, <laughs> all of that, the workouts, the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Praying, all of that stuff. That's your full day. It you know is. what I'm saying? That yeah. should be a whole schedule. So yeah, yeah I, I, every Tuesday, 7:30 on my calendar, it says uh, Bible study with fat. Yeah. Right. So like, because because I got I got to put it in. If I don't, then you know it it just it just helps run the machine because it be yourself. Yeah, your system. You know what I'm saying? Even in this self employment, because people's like, oh wait, I want to be financially free. But you forget financially free don't mean nothing about your schedule. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. You, you might be financially free, but your schedule has to be regimented. Boy. Like, like, it got to be. That's Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Now, one question that I got kind of jumping back to the real estate side of stuff, man, is. Like you said, you, you love you love to help people solve problems. Right. But a lot of times when you're getting on the phone with people or you're talking to people or sellers and stuff like that, they're not just getting on the phone and just saying, Hi, like uh, I'm I'm getting a divorce and I hate my husband and that's why right. the reason why I want to sell take my what's, house right now exactly you know what I'm saying so like what's what's one of those things for the for the listeners man or or even a couple things you know that you feel like when you're talking to a seller bro you're able to bring those problems out without offending them you know what I'm saying because if you don't get to what the real motivation is nine times out of ten you're not gonna know the real reason why they need to sell and how fast they really need to sell you know what I'm saying right. So, like, what, what what are those couple things that you feel like on the phone that, like, it might come natural to you. Right. But to people that's just getting started in the business and stuff like that or that they having trouble on the phones right now. What's what's a couple of those things, man, that you feel like that, that can help reveal what their actual, you know, problems are? First thing, shut up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just first thing, shut up. Listen. Please shut up and listen. Um, You know, the Bible says, uh, be slow to speak and be swift to hear. And so um, that's what I would definitely tell you to do, because um, a lot of people um, have that phone anxiety. And even though I like talking to people, I still get that anxiety every time because I'm not sure that I'm going to get rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be OK with that. So that was a lot of things. So number one, shut up and listen. But before that, be OK with the rejection. You got to be OK with it because it's going to happen. Uh, when, uh, you know, and people are always trying to like figure out, like, what are you doing? You're the fifth person that didn't talk to me today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I went to a property right before this one. Um, and I met the seller. He was like, people call me all the time. You just happen to be the one that I decided to say, let me just listen and see what's going to happen. Right. So then, you know, uh, one of the things that I would also say too is just make sure that you, when the door opens up, that you just, are able to simply explain to the seller what the process is going to be. Mm. Y'all hear that? S- setting the expectations. Yep. We said expectations. We're framing. Okay. You want to frame how this is going to go. Yep. So, hey, Mr. Seller, uh, you know, thank you for th- thank you for taking my call. Um, I noticed it's kind of weird, but you know, let me tell you how this is going to go. And then just let that let that happen. Okay. Once you kind of explain that. Now, I understand that. Thank you for at least telling me how this process is going to go. Now, just kind of tell me what questions, okay? You want people to springboard, mm-hmm. okay? Always ask those springboard questions. Well, what's going on that you might be looking to say? Right. And shit. Right. <laughs> don't get on there and be, don't get on there and be, I, 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 I got your, your, your phone number off a of foreclosure list, so I know you got a foreclosure. Just want to know if you want to sell it because I, I understand you in foreclosure. Shut up. Let them tell you that. Right. He's right. Because people get on there and like you already kind of know a problem, maybe, but it might be, all right, I'm in foreclosure. But also, 
this, 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 and this is happening. So I can't put it on the market. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it may be. Most definitely shut up. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, his name is Chris Voss. Um, name of the book mm, is Never Split the, the Difference. Difference. That's my All stuff right. right there. That's like the Bible, you know what I'm saying, for negotiation. For real. Um, and one of the things that he talks hey, about. Hey, man, go and get that. I swear, I, we gonna get, hey, we're going to get our stuff together. And we're going to have all these different links for y'all to get. Definitely links them, for that. Most and I'm going to get paid. But right now, we can't get paid off Chris Voss. But go and get that book, man. Audible. I like Audible. Me too. You like Audible too, man. I like, the, the I like the actual the book. The actual book. Yeah. See, that's why T don't read. I'll listen. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. No, nah, I read, man. I just actually read. But actually, he don't read. another thing but, you can do is get the digital book, though. You don't have yeah. to actually have a book. Yeah, true. Like, if I just read it on my iPad. Yeah, I just read it on my iPad. They got a book app. Yeah, on, uh, yep, yep. Apple. So yeah, just yeah, get them on your iPad. You definitely need that. But like one of the things he talked about is like obviously tac tactical empathy, but he also talks about how to be the curious lost puppy. Um, you know, so when you're calling people, um, you don't they don't know why you're calling and you don't really know what's on the other end. Mm -hmm. And people have a tendency to want to help you if you're lost. So for instance, if I'm calling Omari, hey Omari, I was just kind of wondering, I'm it might be the wrong thing, but do you happen to own the property on 1515 Main Street? <laughs> Sounds like you're lost. Sounds like I'm lost. My voice you're inflection. To, you're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Painting is like, yeah, yeah, I own yeah. the house. What's, what's going on with it? Yeah, I have questions. I'm, you know, if you have questions or, or you seem like you're not sure, there is an innate um, response that just comes out where people want to be, they, they, they want to help you. They mm -hmm. want to answer. They want to mm -hmm. fill in the gap. Exactly. So, you know, if you're unsure, because you should be unsure, you're scared. You don't know what you're doing. It's your third time making a call. <laughs> so like, like, like use that pivot, use that to your advantage. You don't know, you know, and, and that's OK to be honest. You're not lying. You know, so that's what I would say. Shut up and listen. Be unsure. Be OK with that, but also be able to explain your process and what the seller should expect. The framing. Frame so you don't get all the way down the line and then it's time to close. And they're like, well, well wait a minute. I wait didn't know minute. we were doing this today. What inspection? Exactly. Right. What is happening? Yeah. Who, who is this? Then frame it. What, yeah, what is the title? <laughs> I don't understand. Right. Yeah. So, Ronnie, look. So, even, you know, people even, the natural progression is you start wholesaling, you get into rentals. Yeah. So, I, I know you got rentals and stuff like that now. And do. You, you are an investor. Uh, how 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 was that journey going? When did you start kind of you know picking stuff up? How many you got? How is that kind of going for you now? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm a late bloomer. Um, and it took it took one of our business coaches to look at me and say, "Hey, dude, you got access to all this inventory. What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, if you don't pick something up, you pick something up." So um, so yeah, so um, it started for me actually last year. Um, and so then thinking about who and what I am, I was like, what I want to do. And so I grew up in this little, well, I said I grew up. <laughs> I became an adult um, for the first time in Muncie, Indiana. Um, and so I, it's a it's a little niche market. Uh, people say work your niches. Um, it's a little niche market. It's off the beaten path. Um, it's a secondary market. It's not uh, Indianapolis. You're not going to get the appreciation of things like that. Right. Buy low and for me, section eight, because it don't matter who the president is. No matter what happens. So it that helps with cash flow, you know what I'm saying? So I got a couple doors there. Um and I'm going to I mean I'm I'm looking to add more. Um, but I'm kind of just taking my time because cause we're actually doing self-managing. So my wife, mm. um that, that's one of the things we talk about. Uh, her name is Alicia Drake. 
Um, and she's like, Ronnie, you need to self-manage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she kind of preached that into us. And so my wife is kind of figuring all of that out, you know what I'm saying, as far as how to self-manage. I don't want to overload her uh, with responsibility right. and different things like that. So we're kind of just playing it, kind of playing it safe. That's but, a way. Man. Um, if I was going to have any though. advice, I would say, yeah, do that. Right. I would definitely say take it slow. Like, take it slow. Like let, let, let it come to you because y'all straight. Like y'all don't need a hundred rental properties to live your life today. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But once y'all start to rev it up and like when y'all feel it, then do it. Then do it. Yeah. Don't just be like, hey, we trying to get 10 and that's our that's goal this year is to get 10. So we just going to get 10 and then we'll deal with everything once yeah. we got 10. Yeah. I feel like that's where people go wrong. That's kind of even that's in our situation. Did. That's kind of what we did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, even with the self-management, like if you're going to self-manage, okay, that's fine. But after a certain amount, you probably going right. to want to put that in somebody else's hands. Right. But you then know what they should be doing for Correct. You. That you know what I'm saying, and we had no idea. You know what I'm saying, so like I think that's a huge, huge lesson that we learned, and that's something that Josh should take and 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 write that down right now. Yeah, yeah, you know what no, I'm saying? for sure. And then also too, like when it comes to like working those secondary markets and stuff, um, or any market, no matter where you're at, you got to have understand what your systems are going to be. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like who doing to fix it? Who gonna do the repair? You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna who? How they collect their rent? trying to figure it out is it an app are you gonna give them bank account information like what's going on trying to figure all those different things out you know um all of those things matter when it comes to trying to figure out the buy and hold game so that's where i'm at yeah are you gonna buy some stuff here in annapolis or mm-hmm. or must he kind of just your sweet spot that's your thing and, and you we've been kind of flirting with it but i'm also kind of thinking about birmingham alabama Oh yeah, mm. that, that's where that's where a lot of your uh, background of and your people at, huh? Mm. That's yep. actually not a bad market. You know, I, I want to say uh, uh, Keith there, ain't yeah, it? Keith, yeah, yep. Keith, real estate. Yep. Hey, shut out real estate, Diddy. Shout out, shout him out. That ain't you know what I'm saying. Our guy like that man, but he be giving real estate. Diddy give out a ton of game Most on Instagram, man. Go follow that dude. We ain't connected, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, in person, but that dude, man, he he definitely give out a whole bunch of dope. You know what I'm saying? Game as far as acquisition. That's a solid market. Too. Real estate in general. But I think he's down there in Alabama, though, ain't he? Yeah, he's down there. This guy named uh, Brian Tripp as well. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah, heard of him, yeah, too. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, does, he does really well there. But, but like, Birmingham has those little pockets. Again. Yeah. I'm not necessarily looking for it. And that's the thing for me. I get, you got to get in when you fit in. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm not ready to take down a $200,000 property. Right. Yeah. Give me a forty dollars to $80,000 property that I can section that bad boy, you know what I'm saying, and get $1,200 a month and rent in. You know exactly. I'm okay with that. Ronnie, you I, got, I got one for you. Okay. Well, yeah. we might be doing a deal. I got one for you. <laughs> because I'm, right I'm, you know, I'm, Ronnie, I'm trying pick to get one up. Look, we're going to put Ronnie on the spot right on now. On the spot right, right now? Maybe. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to get better than the one. Uh, what's it, the one the percent rule? I'm yeah. trying to get better than. That. Yeah. Here, here the yeah. thing. I'll say this too, though, Ronnie. Just because us. I mean, you know, we took a lot of Section Eight, and uh, y'all doing the self manage which is dope. And I know you kind of, you know, go get your uh, systems and all that yeah. stuff in order. I, I want to, but with us, the thing that I don't like about it, seeing it a year or two years later, is that depending on like. I felt like they didn't qualify them still, right? Like it was like, okay, they own Section Eight. Some people pay a dollar, some people pay half the rent. Yeah. Right. But if they're not paying that much, they just don't care about your property. You know, mm-hmm. so after we had to we had to evict some people or some people when they just turned, you know, when they left and decided to move somewhere else. Now we got to take all that cash flow and put it right back into the house to mm-hmm. rent it out again. Yeah. That's where us, we was like, nah, man, we gotta get into them. We, we got to get up into that B area because we, we ain't mm. dealing with, you know what I'm saying? That, like, they probably going to take care of the property. Now, those buyers, though, they are, or those renters, excuse me, they probably going to buy. They're yeah. going to buy a house. 
that right. in that big B range, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred seats, whatever, they gonna they're not gonna rent forever. But exactly. they're gonna take care of their actual property though. Yeah. Well, so with me, um, it's also a system thing. Um definitely a system thing, I think too. I, you know, how you qualify? I actually get in front of all of my Section 8 tenants. Oh, well, shoot. Yeah. Case done, then, man. You I, I get in front of all of them. I, I don't know how you do that. And then on, top, the, that? then on top of that, I go to their house. Where they at now. Yeah, and yeah. see how it is. That's how you're supposed to do it. So you go, you, go to, you go back to Muncie and do that? Yeah. How often you go to Muncie? Once a month. Do you? Yep. You just line them all up and then just go and knock it off. <laughs> That's yeah. smart. Yeah. That's smart. Because it's, because it's, it's my house. Yeah, you know what I'm like for sure, it, it, like it's important to me. So it I want to know how you live. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it, it matters to me how you live. I need you to. I, I need to be able to feel like if you're gonna have some level of appreciation for what I got. Yeah, because yeah. I can clearly tell you no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then like the other thing is, is that there is a big demand in those secondary markets for Section Eight. You know what I'm saying. So right. when something comes up, you know, I I kind of got my pick of the litter, so to speak. Yeah. Right, you know right. And sure. it, because also it's a smaller market. I got to end with the, I'm saying with the, with the, with the social workers there. So like right. they know like, Hey, this is what's going on. So it again, goes back to networking. Like, that's hey, your, yeah, and that's your background. And too, that's though. my background. You know what I'm saying? That so makes like, sense. so that, so that's the way I'm, I'm more hands. You're able to qualify more than a typical part. Cause mind y'all, we even had property management companies. Yeah. Just throw whoever inside yeah. of a property. They like, but on the phone, yeah, we got a team of eight people. We got this, we got that, this and that. And when you really break it down, it's like, yeah, we, you know, on the front end, we asking them, okay, how do you qualify your tenants? Yeah, we got to make sure that they have two and a half times the rent, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. But they not doing that. Though. Yep. You know what I'm saying? All the yep. time. If that property is sitting, think about it. You as a company, let's say you're a property management company. You make money if the house is actual, actually filled. Right. So if, it, if it's been a property that's been sitting there for, let's say, it's 30 days or even less, they like okay cool you come on you yeah. what you got okay you halfway cool hey get in there because we need the, the the investors on my back to get somebody in the property exactly and this is kind of hurting me too because i'm not making money from you being in the property right so you know what i'm saying just just keep that in mind y'all for and sure and a lot of property managers man like to be honest man a lot of property managers when they go out there like and this is coming from a property manager pro property management company owner Right. Right. A lot of property managers are not going to be brutally honest with their investors. Right. So if it's on the market, it's like, I want that 1100. And it's like, bruh, we not getting that 1100. Like we didn't have it on the market for 30 days. Now, you know, we got to get we probably got to bring that down about 950 or a thousand. And you might be able to get that that tenant that you want. You know what I'm saying? But at 1100, if I'm trying to get that, they just going to be like, Look, man, at this point, he's all on me. I'm about to just get some. My, anybody that want to pay 1100 it goes to the first. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. just how it ends up getting, especially when you're dealing with hundreds of properties. You ain't right. thinking about just one property they're dealing with. <laughs> they got 500 prop doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they got to keep them filled. That's how they get paid. They get paid off of management. I mean, they get paid off of maintenance costs that they have to keep going out there. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, like, a lot of property managers ain't. My property management companies are not going to keep it real with you when they come to that. You know what I'm saying? But when it's all said and done, when you managing your own stuff, you're going you're gonna to take care of it more. You're going to go meet the person. You're going to do, do all of that. You know what I'm saying? So keep that in mind. But, um, man, without further ado, we're going to definitely jump into uh, overtime. Overtime. Right. Overtime. Overtime. Hey, hey man. <laughs> hey, I got to say this, though. 
Gosh, we need in our theme song. It's it's a uh, we got we got to have that pocket as our theme song, bro. Before we uh, start our uh, podcast, what's that? That two of America's most wanted. <laughs> I know that's my favorite song of all time. Yeah. Shout out to Pop. So during this time, Ronnie of the podcast, we really just kind of lighten up, man. Go over some stuff that's probably going on right now. Okay. Um, just just interesting stuff, and we yeah, just kind of current events, you know, kick the shit about it. Really, okay. Current events and stuff like that. Um. What's up? You said you, you said you you gonna get crazy today. What's something going on that you want to talk about? I want to talk about Tyrone and Amari's shoes. Oh. <laughs> and he ain't gonna pull his out. Look, he ain't gonna oh, pull wait, his wait. out. Everybody hey. got on some heat today. <laughs> Everybody got on. Hey, some he heat, got bro. on that heat, man. I got on this heat. Come on, man. but listen. I just really, I just recently got into the shoe game. To be honest, man, I only got in like two years ago. And Ronnie off camera, we was talking about it. He was like a year. My boy, honestly, who got me really starting to get into it is going over my boy John Hartcrib. Like, bro, you go over there, his boxes stacked all in the <laughs> closet. Nah, they they stacked up super nice. They look so it looks so nice. Then it I start like getting selling shoes. Yeah, <laughs> but then, but then I go to my crib, bro. Like after I got a lot of shoes and stuff, start to get it. I'm like. I shit don't look like that. Like he he just overly organized. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, man, I got some stacked up yeah. over here, some over there. But um, but honestly, man, yeah, that, the shoe game is dope, man. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, man, it's a lot of bread to be made in there too, though. I like I like like the off whites. My favorite. What's your favorite Jordan? We can talk about that. Mine is 11. Period. Hands down. There's no better shoe than a Jordan number 11. Period. I second that. I, I third. I, that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Man. Put in the comments, man, if you agree with us. Jordan 11s, that's the best retro J. I believe so. Ever. Because it got so many different types yeah, of them that's just like a hit every time. Every and, time. and I mean, it come, it come Space out around Jam. Christmas. Like, come on. Man. <laughs> I got my wife. Well, she, well, she, hopefully she don't see this, but I just got my wife some uh, Jordan Ares 11s, the red velvet joints. Mm, oh, okay. Them boys are nasty. Yeah. I just, I just, I just bought yeah. them. So yeah, them, them on the way to the house. Yeah, yeah. my wife's starting to get into it too. That's what's crazy. She's starting to want she, yeah, shoes. She wants like shoes. she really used to never be in the shoes like that. Period. But now she's starting to get the little dunks Low and stuff. Rock. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. She's she starting to go in. You know what I'm saying. So, that's like, that Cali swag. Yeah, yeah that's that yeah, Cali swag. It's actually pretty dope, man. But um, but yeah, what else is going on today, man? What's going on in this world today? What else? Like a like a, a a current something else that you didn't know. Oh, I want to talk about the Knicks. Harry, I was gonna actually bring that up. I, I want I want to be very clear about y'all gonna stop with all this trash talking about the Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan. Okay, Stephen A. Get on my <laughs> Okay, Spike Lee. <laughs> Yo, the Knicks are lit. So I don't, I don't know when this comes out, but I'm telling you, we give it all the smoke to whoever wanted. That's what we can talk about. Yeah. We can talk about the NBA in total because, like, it's about to get interesting this playoffs, yeah. this playoff season. Like, I, yeah. I just don't see nobody just like I'm like they're winning it for sure. Even the, even Phoenix, bro, with even KD and Phoenix. them, I'm like, nah, they got to go through a lot to get there, bro. Yeah, they like they, they do. do. You know what I'm saying? Who would y'all choose right now if y'all had to choose me? I'm I'm probably gonna choose Boston. Me too. And I just want to let it be known that we have beat Boston Last all night. three times we have played them this year. You know that. You know that. <laughs> playoff, <laughs> playoff Tatum is different, bro. You know that playoff. And he had 40 now, and 11 on y'all last night. Don't get it twisted. He did. He did. But y'all won. Randleman. <laughs> Randleman stepping up to the He, he has, bro. Shots, but the man. last two years in them playoffs. He been trash. But here's the deal. Josh Hart. That's the difference. And that's what, mm. and that's what every team needs. Every yeah. team needs 
a Josh Hart. You need somebody that can kind of just do a little bit of everything. Like a Trevor Ariza when Kobe yeah, had different, him. Yeah, different you got, yeah, yeah Ron that, Harper that, with Jordan. Correct. Scotty Pippen. You know Scotty Pippen. You yeah. that you just, they just glue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they just kind of get it and they help with the cohesiveness of the team. You Most know definitely. And you need that in your business too, but you definitely got to have it on the court. You know what I'm Most saying? Like definitely. Somebody that can just kind of do it all. Yeah. Do it all. You and know, that's why I got I got I Boston it. right now too. I'm sorry though, but look, another thing that's that's going on right now, and I'm glad that we talking about the NBA. What y'all feel about this whole John Morant shit, man? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, dude, clowning, man. Hey, John, chill out, you, boy. Yeah, man, come on, bro. You a hundred million, two hundred million dollars, two hundred twenty three years old, bro. Um, and and I and that I hood. get it. I get it for because. I know a lot of memes and stuff is coming out, you know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I know people that is like, nah, like they really from the hood, but they might have yeah. actually moved to the suburbs when they was 13, 14. Me. F me too. <laughs> me too. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, or even, or let's even say younger, right? It was nine. But if your whole demographic, if your cousins, when you're going to spend a night over their family house, they still live in the hood, your whole environment and just your whole culture and how you yeah. move and how you rock is still in the hood. That don't mean because... You, you know what I'm saying? Your daddy got a settlement check and y'all right. moved out of the hood that that's that that leave you. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So yeah. I see a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, talk about that. But you know what I'm saying? You could tell just how he moved. I don't know if he's trying to be too hard. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like you're a $200 million man. If you waving guns you and playing, relax. you got to chill, bro. Like, even if even if you much, wasn't, though. if he was just me. Like you would be like, to relax, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you in real estate, bro. You trying to, you doing your thing. You out of, we ain't in that. Calm down, bro. Why you on Instagram with the pistol out? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like not just him acting like that, you really about the. That's what I'm, you know saying, what I'm saying, bro. Like, if if you have any sense, and then I just think, man, you got to think about it. Like, the culture is super duper heavy right now. Like, especially like the hip hop culture. Period. You know what I'm saying? So like, you got you got rich Jewish white foes. Uh, right. rich even black folks bro that's like they that that hood shit hook them like they like right now i'm this like they really feel like they that and and i'm not saying that that's what john morant doing but i'm saying if they can do that to them from somebody that's actually from the hood like they say it all the time exactly you can move somebody out the hood but you can't, can't take, take the, the hood, hood out, out of them. them you know what i'm saying so like i don't look at it like that bro but i do look at it like Bro, relax. You he young. He gonna make his mistakes. You know what I'm saying? But like, take it as that. Like, bro, I'm I'm kind of tripping. Like a lot of people telling me I'm tripping. Let me chill out a little bit. I feel like that's how he should be taking it. I don't think they gonna go overboard with it. I don't because he had the pistol. It was in Colorado. It's an open carry state. All of that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think. That, but but had he been in like New York or had he been in Woo. like L. A. I mean, it would have got ugly for him. I feel like it would have, you know yeah. what I'm saying, as far as, like, the law. And he I feel like really he got a lot it. of people in his corner, to, Most you definitely. know what I'm saying, you know, drill that into him. You know what I'm saying? I see his pops. Mind you, I don't know their family or nothing like that, but it, it looks similar to people from where I come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How his daddy, how his mood. He don't look like no corny ass dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying he just know, you know, but I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just can tell that, you know what I'm saying? That's. If that's ingrained in you, it's ingrained in you, but you still got to know how to move, though. You Most know what I'm definitely. saying? Cut that shit off. Be cool. Be smooth. You ain't got, you not, you not hungry. You ain't starving no more. You buying steaks every, for your whole family. Whole family. Right. Whole family whole eating fam good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Off of the but see, that's food. what I don't, I don't think it had anything to do with the money, bro. It has all to do with the culture and the, like. I think it's mental. 
I think that exactly. I, I think exactly it's, what I he think said. it's like, yo, I, I am the man. But I feel like I'm every arrogant, exa- I, can, I think everybody I do always I do. But people are always saying like, bro, you got money now. Like, chill, chill out. That's I don't, it's not about the money. That's stressful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is that that is stressful. <laughs> and I think for it's not about the bread. I think he's twenty three years old. Bigger, really. That's what I. His think. ego's getting bigger, but also too, the microscope on him is huge. Yeah, he is twenty three years old. He is now accustomed to. He has to deal with people on Twitter. You got to deal with Skip Bayless. You got to deal with Shannon. Sh- <laughs> you got to deal with every, you got to deal with everyone else on ESPN. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it is very easy to all of a sudden just turn into the villain, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the villain that they're projecting on him. We yep. know what his upbringing is. We can yeah, see that. Stuff, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. it's easy to want to play into that villain story. You yep. know what I'm saying? And like, I'm you know what? Okay, I'm a I, right. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. That. Yeah, I'm on yeah. that. If, if I gotta be that, yeah. I'm from Memphis. You know, right. I'm gonna show you Memphis now. So then let's let's you know what I'm saying? Even though embrace it, that. Yeah, let's, let's embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Let's be that. For sure. Even though it ain't who he kind of be really up to be, yeah. right. it's just kind of what's going on. And so what it's going to take right now, it's going to take some counseling. Mm-hmm. It's going to take an image consultant. And mm-hmm. it's going to take some therapy to kind of like, kind of, hey, bro, yeah. let's, let's let's get some perspective yeah. about what's going to be happening. big homies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Big yeah. homies. I'm about to say big homies for sure. to the side like, hey, look, this how this shit really is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or this how, whatever, you messing up all. And I, and I think if it come from somebody who he respect, right. his streets, his pops, whatever, whoever he got in his life or around, they coming and sitting down and really having that. It's up to them to still be like, he still need that guidance. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. He young, he shit, just really, you know, over the last couple of years, like he came in, he came into the league. So I'm sure that changed his whole family. But now you're going to all star, you yeah. making your run deep into the playoffs. People comparing like you, you, you are, you're, a, yeah, you're a you, superstar. Yeah, it's a, su- it's you a superstar. You ain't just in the league like nice. You're a superstar. Jalen's the dollars invested into him. Exactly. Shoes. Uh, we have Powerade stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? The commercial stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of the driving attractions to the NBA. Of the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Facts right You know now. what I'm saying? Most so definitely. like, like you know, like they want to make sure he's well. I hope that he gets well. You know what I'm saying? And that he just kind of just tone it down. You know what just what just get the right bit. perspective. That's really Most what it's about. That's really it. You yeah. need the right perspective. Because you setting right yourself up. Because you setting yourself up to when, okay, if you really did have to protect yourself, people are thinking about it in a different way now. Like, oh, right. nah, now here, here we go again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of it being like, if if you never, like, if you heard that LeBron shot somebody tomorrow, you just be like, he got, somebody had to do something. Right. Wow. For LeBron to shoot somebody. Yeah. Your right. name they, should not, there's certain things that should not be named among You get what I'm saying? Fighting a 17 year old kid, Brandon be like, hey, that's what I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. You can be crazy. So even when don't you write, <laughs> Even when you write, yeah. the bullshit that surrounds it is gonna right. make it. It's, Wrong. it's gonna be it's negative gonna for whatever you. Negative. Whatever negative. Whatever it is. About you. Exactly, yeah, whatever bro. About so, you. Yeah. John Morant, man, if you listening to this, man, just calm down just a little bit. Man, tap right, in, bro. Dog. Get that bag, man. <laughs> Go fuck with Hove. Go rap man, with Hove, for real. man. Bron done did it. Everybody done did it. You know what I'm saying? That's on eight. Shit that I can see from outside looking in. Go rap a hoe. Ho, go get that young man, man. Jo- hey, and, and, and rap before we go out of this subject, though, Jalen Rose said something super dope to you. He did. He did. Yeah, and I, and I remember at the end, he said, bro, once you make it out, bro, your job is to uplift. That's it. That's it. Like, <laughs> you ain't got to go down there trying to be something, you know what I'm saying, that you maybe was before or are now. You feel me? Your job now is to really just uplift, man. Put people right there with you. Yeah. But, um, That's man, right. Ronnie, Reese. We appreciate you, my G. We appreciate hey, you for coming y'all. on the podcast. My God. Your presence. Um, at, even speaking here, we probably about to do some deals. So, man, we we, <laughs> we appreciate everything you gave our listeners, man. Uh, for y'all, uh, we do want to, you know, make sure that y'all check out Simple Wholesaling. If y'all looking to sell a property in Indianapolis, um, they're just the same type of company as us. Um, wholesaling, 
um, uh, company. They buy houses. Uh, they sell houses. So most definitely check them out. Shout out to Brett Snodgrass, uh, Brian Snyder over there, Randy Palencia, the whole team, the whole team over there. You know what I'm saying? Like we really, we really mess with them. And um, make sure y'all check out our our YouTube channel. Make sure y'all put some comments um, in the comments below. Let us know how we doing. Let us know what Ronnie did well, what he did bad. He wanted right. to know stuff that he did bad. I do, but, uh, <laughs> but no, and, uh, um, definitely check us out. Yeah, check us out, man. And also, man, subscribe to our mentorship. Man, we got people that's getting deals. In a first week, you know what I'm saying, in our mentorships. Our mentorships, we go live every single Friday, talk about talks like we had, like here, but actual breakdown different things. How do you have a system? What is a CRM? What type of sales script should you be? You know, we went through a couple different little role plays, mm -hmm. but how do you really actually talk to sellers and better your communications? How do you find buyers? How do you go into a different market? How do you get $10 million in real estate? You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we go through these different things. We go live every single Friday. We have property walkthroughs at our properties or, you know, a colleague, somebody of ours that we trust that we go through and we talk about how to flip, you know, a property, different uh, Airbnbs, different strategies. And then we also link up once a month really to get people together, uh, whether we eat in or going to a different showing or something like that. Like this past uh, week, we went to our 10 unit project and then we went over to uh, Candace. Candace uh, Child, okay. she had a, uh, she had a $600,000 uh, new like, um, uh, showing downtown right over Scotty's Brew House, dope, super, super dope. dope. Bachelor pad, I was like, damn. I was like, kinda, it was like that commercial. I was like, I was like, I kind of want to buy it. That mug was nice, man. All Star next year. That mm. mug was mm. nice, and it was a good network. You made me a deal. Good yeah. networking event, yeah. man. So you're gonna get to meet a lot of people even through us just from joining our mentorship program, and it's a small monthly fee. It's really nothing. It's it's, it's you know, <laughs> Netflix. It, yeah, it's, Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hundred a thousand times better than Netflix. So make sure that you check that out. That that link will be below as well. And uh, Ronnie, man, we appreciate you, dog. Appreciate y'all, fan. Yeah, shoot, we out just like that. Let's get it.